Hello and welcome to the Real to Rank podcast, the podcast that ranks your favorite film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Devin Specht, and with me as always is my symbiotic partner, Dayton. Hey, howdy, everybody. We are bonded together as the Real to Rank podcast, mm-hmm. one mind, one organism, eating people. Yeah, yeah, we, we keep all the eating people off screen, though. Yeah, in freezers. It's like Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. Nobody can see all my teeth, thankfully, because I got rows mm-hmm. and rows of razor-sharp teeth. Just a maw. A cavernous <laughs> a maw. maw. A venomous maw. It's uh, Venom, mm-hmm. uh, released in 2018, uh, directed by Ruben Fleischer, of mm. the Fleischer cartoons fame. No, he made not Popeye. At <laughs> not at all. He's not related. I looked that up because I was wondering, and no, he's not related <laughs> he's at all. Not re- nothing to do with Popeye. <laughs> That's just... <laughs> Who would have thought it? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. He am what he am. Uh, yeah, so this was a whole thing. So Spider-Man, really popular. Venom, also popular. So let's take him out, take Spider-Man out of it. Let's just fucking release Venom. Because we, we as Sony have the rights to all of the Spider-Man paraphernalia mm-hmm. uh, in movie form. And we're just gonna fucking pump it out. Well, and you we... as the movie going public fucking bought it. Well, they did, yeah. People went and saw this in droves. Well, it's... You know we're in a we're in a post MCU world. We have all the rights to all these characters. In theory, any character could be a successful film. So that's the that's the Sony model. And and, uh, and today, th- with this little mini arc, we're going to find out if in practice it actually <laughs> works. <laughs> it works. <laughs> <laughs> we will see. <laughs> uh, and also just to uh, synergize with Craven, which mm-hmm. is coming out. Next year. Which, uh, no, this year. No, October. it got moved to next year. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> That's how you know it's quality. Quality stuff. Release the trailer, wait a year to release it. <laughs> release the trailer, realize, like, what, is this a, Is this part of the strike? Or are I they... I don't know. It, I, I was just reading a thing that it got moved. I, again, I, who knows? I might be wrong. We shall find out by the time this episode uh, comes in. If it If it is... <laughs> Then this shall remain. If it's not, then this this conversation will not be in the episode. Yeah. Either way, yeah, they're plotting a whole slew of them. Every, uh, we're looking every at Spider-Man adjacent character you can think of. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if we do our thoughts here on the top about it. I'm not jazzed. Yeah. Uh, at the. Well, I mean, it's it's kind of Spider-Man is so integral to a lot of these characters' origins and their stories. And listen, a lot of characters totally deserve a small miniseries or a graphic novel. Not every character can carry a movie. Venom is about the closest I think they can get. Just about. There's enough material there where you you can work the mechanics of the character around to tell your Venom story. But it does have that thing. Is it does it still hold up without Peter Parker? You know, is it still, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a question. It's a conundrum and we shall, we shall see, uh, cause we've never seen past this, any of the other movies in this franchise. So this will mm-hmm. be an experience. Yeah. But there's, cause there's let there be carnage and then Morbius. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
<laughs> we uh, shall see. You know. Well, it's it's uh, and and it's crazy too because you have Spider-Man, you have the whole you can do Spider-Man however you want, and I think it's because they they have that deal with Marvel Studios that they don't put Spider-Man in this kind of setting. But even still, it is just a tad weird that you're not like we're going to be in a world where we're going to have two Batman and audiences totally get it. So I don't see why we can't have two Spider-Man. Fuck, we already have like 12 in like numerous like into the Spider-Verse and Yeah, it's stuff. yeah. Um, a little bit, I guess we can do at the top, a little bit about Venom. Mm -hmm. uh, Venom, uh, well, I guess if you're talking like, well, actually about it, uh, debuted in the Secret Wars comics as the special black suit for Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. uh, and then Spider-Man rolled with that suit for a long time and then eventually figured out that it was turning him evil. And if you want kind of a recap of what that story looks like we did spider-man 3 a yeah, long ass that. time ago <laughs> just watch that <laughs> and uh <laughs> it's pretty much the same that's pretty idea. much the same yeah yeah so that's it goes to a guy named betty brock he's a rival photojournalist to spider-man they parallel very well which mm. is one of the cool aspects of venom and uh eventually becomes kind of an anti-hero um the least sort of protector can, can be villainous is often heroic mm. because Good. he's so popular he took a face turn mm -hmm. yeah well it's just that and i get that too because venom just looks cool he is one of the coolest looking spider-man characters like just well the, and he just the black suit in general was cool mm -hmm. and then yeah, they takes the black suit, gives it a monstrous uh, visage there, and yeah, awesome, awesome character uh, powers. He's stronger than Spider-Man. Uh, can negate his spider sense, mm -hmm. which doesn't come into play here. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, regenerative powers. Uh, you know, basically, he's better Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. With the exception of cannot handle ultrasonic frequencies. Or fire. Or fire. Yeah. Which, you know, whatever. Yeah, neither um, can I. Yeah. Well, I can handle ultrasonic frequencies just fine. Mm. Depending. <laughs> I, can, yeah. I can sit in an MRI, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, checkmate, Venom. <laughs> Take that, Edward. Um... But yeah, no, this movie was a roaring success mm -hmm. in 2018, which is saying a lot considering. So I'm looking at the box office mojo thing. It has it at number seventh in 2018 worldwide. I can believe it. Hey, Dayton, you were alive in 2018. What were the other? I guess I was, wasn't I? Um, fuck. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. Or is that not 17? on this? That's seven. Not on this list. Black yeah. Panther, number two. Number two, worldwide. Yeah. What the fuck was number? What What else was in twenty eighteen? Fucking, uh, I don't know. Black Panther is the only one that I remember right now. Venom. I mean, we've seen several of these movies together. Blade, was twenty forty nine in twenty eighteen? No. 
pocket. Well, no, no, not on this list. Um, I know we've seen a shitload of them. What is not What is it? I'm not. Well, we'll go with. This. We'll we'll go with uh, number ten. Well, number eleven with Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh, oh. Number ten is Fantastic Beasts: The Crimes of Grindelwald. Never seen it. Number nine, Deadpool two. Oh. Okay. Number eight. Mission Impossible Fallout. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Venom, as previously mentioned. Bohemian Rhapsody, number six. Five was Aquaman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Four no. was Incredibles 2. Never seen it. Three is Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Never Black Panther it. you got. Number one, Avengers Infinity War. That, oh, yeah, because I was thinking that was in 2019. <laughs> nope. Damn. Well, fucking no shit then. Well, yeah. Yeah, some other notable ones here. Uh, I'm seeing, just to bring you back to the before times of 2018, we yeah. have The Meg was 16. Okay. Uh, Ready Player One Never was that. 12. I haven't seen it either. Uh, Bumblebee was 19. Mm. Solo, a spider, a Solo, a Star Wars story. <laughs> Solo, 24. a Spider-Man story. No, because Spider-Man was 20... The End of the Spider-Verse was 25. Uh, but End of the Spider-Verse came out in... Dis- like, it, it's, it was in December. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, yeah, we did see a like, shitload of those movies. That's Yeah, Pacific Rim Uprising came out that year. That, yeah. The reboot of Tomb Raider and Halloween. Mm. Creed 2. Mm, sweet. The Predator. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I've got a... Yeah. Uh, man, I really... For whatever reason, yeah, I totally forgot Infinity War was 2018. Yeah, I know. Like, I was actually more surprised you got Black Panther uh, than Infinity War, because I was like, a big I, one. I, just, I really thought it was 2019 there for a little bit, so... And it shows what I remember. And it all just kind of blurs it together. It does, kind of, yeah. Once it... Uh, well, I mean, that's the same thing with, like, uh, Ragnarok. I could have swore Ragnarok was 2018. Uh, you know, because it was just tail end of mm-hmm. of, uh, of the year. So, yeah. Well, and as you can see from that list, though, a lot of Marvel. Yeah, good. Uh, a lot of competition. And, you know, there's Aquaman in there, which... Mm-hmm. Love that movie. We will watch uh, that one I, of these days. It's on the to-do list. Yeah, if you would have told me at some point that Aquaman would be the number five highest grossing that movie of the year. That it would make, like, a billion dollars, too. Like, fucking Aquaman? Are you sure? Aquaman not only did that, actually outperformed the Justice League movie. <laughs> we will watch that as well. <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah, you know, normal fucking things. Uh-huh. You wow. tell that to me if uh, me in uh, twenty or two thousand seven, I'd look at you like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> you shut your fucking mouth. Or even like, they're never gonna make a Justice League movie. Nah, I'd be like, they made an Aquaman movie. Yeah, they're like, really? yeah, and it did gangbusters. <laughs> People fucking loved it. Anyway, enough uh, getting around this. This movie is uh, Venom. Venom. It's um, mm-hmm. you know breezy. It's a- it is breezy. It's like an hour 
Well, it technically it's like an hour fifty two, but really it's like an hour twenty. <laughs> it's the, an hour and a half. <laughs> By the, the time they start the credits, it's an hour and a half. <laughs> I pressed the A button on my controller and there was like twenty minutes left and I was like, What? Yeah, they're the longest credits ever. Well, well plus five it has fucking that... minutes is the Spider Verse yeah, preview. Yeah, exactly. There's the Spider Verse preview. Then there's a little, which is the best part of the movie. Well, for you, but <laughs> so it's you know, yeah. There's a yeah. long like we end the movie and then there's like a long, like long march fucking ending bit. Yeah. So uh, I remembered it being longer, but. Uh, <laughs> I just okay Dayton and I this is one we'd actually saw together in the Mm -hmm. theater yes and uh, (laughs) Marge I came in with like no expectations and I left feeling about the same (laughs) I remember (laughs) well I I went in you know gave it a fair shake and you know I'm fine with it it's just one of those where it's a it's a glass of lukewarm water yeah it's It'll, it'll, it'll not. quench your thirst, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's better than sand. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, not gonna kill you. <laughs> it's like, it's like chewing on rotten chicken in the, in the trash can. It, you know, it's, it seems like a good idea at uh, first. And then you, you feel, feel the things moving around in your stomach. <laughs> then, oh. It's the uh, it's the cold unbaked tater tots of film. Yeah, uh, I think, and I wonder if that also has a thing about it too, where people who are really into the lore of Spider-Man and the connective tissues there for, you know, between Eddie Brock, Peter Parker, and the whole well, the whole symbiotic relationship between the characters. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, if that affects it, because I'm sure there's you know people who don't give a fuck. You know, people who aren't part of the, you know, enjoy the comics or anything like that, they could probably just sit back and be like, yeah, it's totally good, you know? Yeah, I don't know, though, because I just, like, as a movie, I feel like it doesn't... As a movie, it's it's a bit... It's interesting, because... And I, and I, I think we talked about this after we saw it, and then I saw other people online talking about this, where this feels like a movie that should have been released in 2008. Yeah. Instead of 2018, it has a lot of the it has a lot of the structure of a very early 2000 superhero movie, and we can doubly say that because we just watched a couple of those motherfuckers. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know? having just watched the like Daredevil and Elektra, this feels right very similar. Yeah. To like, a pre MCU style movie. Exactly. Like yes. That that 2000s era superhero film. Even though I personally, because of course, you know, I am biased. I like Daredevil a bit more, but this is like a, because it's not terrible. I do feel like it is a serviceable film. Not yeah, serviceable. no, it's not. Huh? I I think its biggest flaw is that it's just unremarkable. Yeah, which is honestly worse than being bad in some ways. Sometimes, yeah. If it was, <laughs> if it was bad, I'd have something there. I just don't. Just make me feel something, anything. I don't... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like sometimes I burn a match all the way down to the <laughs> to feel my something. fingers. <laughs> something, anything. Uh, we don't pick the ballroom; we just dance. And uh, oh, 
that's that's i mean normally we save this to the end but like <laughs> you can't help it <laughs> it's so like this made fuck tons of money yeah huge and amounts I, of money and i cannot for the life of me understand i think that just is a testament to where like people will just accept it if you give them a fun enough ride and you similar to you you have no expectations then you come in and you're like fuck yeah this is pretty wicked and good word of mouth as well you know yeah i mean it's just yeah i mean i like tom hardy as much as the next guy mm. uh it's a weird weird choice for eddie brock i don't hate it it's grown on it's, me like a it's fungus a weird... it's grown on me but i actually think he's a weird like the way he plays it is is very strange yeah it's he, oh, okay. Red, we'll, we will get into it. But you know yeah. what? Just let's just fucking yeah. start in space. <laughs> start space, the the final frontier, where a spaceship of the Life Foundation is crashing into into orbit. Yeah, the Life Foundation. Uh, they have their hands in all kinds of pies, namely cereal and board games. Uh, but they've expanded out <laughs> to into space. to space. <laughs> the stars, space, the only place. <laughs> That has been untouched by capitalism. <laughs> the only place where there is no cinnamon. <laughs> Spass. Spass. Uh, yeah, and uh, we join our spaceship currently crashing mm-hmm. in progress, and we don't know why. Um, yeah, uh, they do. Uh, so the spaceship just crashes into Malaysia. Mm-hmm. East Malaysia. Yeah. As opposed to any other... I'm glad they narrowed that down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm glad we know it's East Malaysia as opposed to any of the other Malaysias. Yeah. Oh, shit. No, the the rougher part of Malaysia. (laughs) It's like the tough part of town. (laughs) (laughs) It's got a whole East-West split thing. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they got the... One's like the sharks, one's like the jets. (laughs) They got that wall in the middle and you can't get between East and West. (laughs) Yeah. Of Malaysia. Uh. <laughs> uh, had he landed in West Malaysia, he would have been there. Whew, oh, God. Wouldn't we have would had still, to wait six months. We'd still be watching the wa- movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> God damn it. They do mention, <laughs> so we go to a command center. Uh, this is where we meet our, our bad guy, Carlton Drake. Mm-hmm. Played by uh, Riz Ahmed this time around. Yeah, you can't trust him. He's two first names. Mm-hmm. Um He's the head of the Life Foundation. They do mention that one of the astronauts is named Jameson. John Jameson, which, yes. He's supposed to, which is, uh, people who don't know, J. Jonah Jameson's son is an astronaut and uh, sometimes becomes the man wolf. Um, and yeah, so he gets a nice little name drop here. It's, yep, and we last saw him. He was in Spider Man 2. Yeah, also true. Yeah. Yeah. Dude just it, keeps where he was an astronaut. Space. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so they they're like, oh, he survived, and so the paramedics on the scene, uh, yeah, take him uh, into the amber lamps, mm-hmm. and uh, and then something happens, and it like crashes the ambulance. Yeah, and... basically, uh, John Jameson has a symbiote attached to him, I do believe, and it basically it breaks out for a more viable host. And this, we'll just say right up the gate, this is the riot symbiote who's hopping from host to host in order to get to Carlton Drake much later. Yeah, it's uh, stupid. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, but the the paramedic we see that it's like healed the broken limb because mm-hmm. it has like a you know like a compound fracture and it's healed instantly. Um. So yeah, that's that's ooh. the start of the movie. Venom. Uh, Venom. Uh, and then we make so our now, way to San Francisco, home of Riceroni. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, this is where our protagonist is sleeping in and mm. lives with his fiance Anne, mm-hmm. and uh, he's a he's a reporter, uh, a yeah. fairly good one. Yep, fairly popular reporter Edward Brock. He uh, does the uh, Eddie Brock Report. Uh, which Great I, name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's how you know he's a serious journalist. And, well, uh, yeah, we we see some of his previous work as he's going into uh, town. His his wife's a fiance. She works at a law firm, which we <laughs> later find to be uh, something in McFarland, which I was oh, like, is it? oh, hey. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, hey, <laughs> cool. Yeah, Cause, nice. Uh, yeah, nice little, little nod there. Um, as Eddie goes to work, we see, like, all of his past like reports mm-hmm. and it's like you know the police are calling it an accident but they threw him in the dump like can't be that big of an accident like all these kind of like yeah, you know yeah. eddie brock cares yeah eddie brock man of the people reporting for the for his fellow man or whatever and and you can tell he's a real good reporter because he carries one of those <laughs> little, little notepads <laughs> yeah that's how you know he's on the beat <laughs> Fuck! It's all like, he needed was a fucking fedora with a little press card. In but, it. Yeah, with a ca- with a card. Yeah, <laughs> fucking newshound, fucking Maya. rock right over there. It was like other people might have carried a fucking mic, <laughs> or like camera. just their phone. Even I don't know. I don't uh, know how reporters do in this day and age, but so uh, fairly popular yeah. reporter Eddie Brock, I would say. Yep, uh, and he goes up to his boss. And his boss is like, I need you to interview Carlton Drake. And Eddie's like, Carlton Drake, that guy's a real creep. Mm-hmm. That and guy's like, an asshole. And his boss is like, that doesn't matter, Eddie. Just ask him some questions. Get, get yeah, the fuck Talk out to of him there. about his fucking spaceship. We need our hard-hitting investigative journalist to go do a fluff piece mm-hmm. about this guy and his stupid fucking spaceship. And Eddie's like, ah, I don't know if I can do that. And he's like, you're going to do it if you want to keep your goddamn job. <laughs> it's like, you want to fucking keep doing the Eddie Brock report. Sometimes you got to do a fl- Sometimes you got to get on a trampoline for people on the Channel 6 News, Eddie. Sometimes you got to fucking do a spring report. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to go like, to the docks and it, talk to Harbor Master <laughs> Bill. Yeah, sometimes you just got to have the froth, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Vern had a point. Yeah. Eddie should have listened to Vern. You know, we have a real theme of like kind of shitty reporting going on here. <laughs> it's like it seems like a lot of the investigative reporters in movies are not very good at what they do. <laughs> Joey Pants, though, he was a good reporter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, ben Eric, he knew what was up. Oh yeah, I ben, mean, ben did. Ben did. Ben did. Uh, all right. Yeah, I mean, he didn't get fired, which makes him <laughs> by far the Still best ways ahead of a lot of these other fuckers. <laughs> he stayed employed at the end of the movie. I mean, by I, all if accounts. we're talk, thinking about it too, yeah, Clark Kent and fucking Lois, they didn't get fired. Well, no, Clark didn't get fired. Lois just got sent to Canada somewhere. No, well, they both got sent to Canada. They got sent well, to Well, I'm Niagara talking about Falls. Superman 3. She went somewhere in Superman 3. Wasn't it like. 
Bally? She went on vacation. Oh yeah, because she won a she won a thing. No, the people right? that the people won a thing, and then they got into the weather device, and then they sued the company. She it's just bad. went on vacation <laughs> elsewhere. All of these things are just in my head, and I can't get them out. <laughs> are we glad we watched Superman three? Um. <laughs> he ate dog food. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's right. Ah oh, hell. Anyway, so, yeah, Eddie he, Brock's a fucking shitty reporter. Yeah, I'm gonna say this out the jump. He kind of sucks at his job. Mm. Um, but he goes to his date night uh, with his fiance. They're very much in love and are gonna get married, and nothing bad will ever happen yeah, to them. Yeah, this is this is a teeing this up for something sad here in a minute. And uh, well, no, it's not sad. It's actually 100 percent supposed to happen. No, Eddie's I mean, a fucking. No, I, I agree with you. I was using sad in the broadest of terms. <laughs> like, it's oh, like supposed okay. to be or, something that, like, oh, Eddie. No, it's all Eddie's fault. Like, Eddie is like, and here's the thing. This, this probably, like, my biggest kind of complaint with Eddie Brock as a character in this is, like, if, if you're going to make him a character that is independent of Spider-Man without the him being jealous of Peter or any of that stuff, he should be a good reporter who does something really stupid in, you know, that kind of questions his journalistic integrity, uh, you know, and then just trying to make up for it. Not this fucking stupid. I mean, something that is like not. He we'll get to have, it. But you know. honestly, I think it would have been better had he tried to find something and it came back to bite him as opposed to what he does, mm-hmm. which is just so 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 stupid like there's no reason for it either like he eventually loops back around to being right but mm-hmm. he didn't know he was right when he went after the guy ah yeah he just like, i mean he had a hunch that's fucking news hound brock on the scene yeah news hound brock on the scene <laughs> with a guy that like i think they said owns the company or could mm. buy out the company he like, could yeah i think his boss says that he could buy out and it's also been mentioned that eddie is in san francisco because he got run out of new york city for some reason yeah so being uh, a bad eddie, reporter i imagine i don't know i'm gonna go with fabricating pictures of spider-man there we go let's just go with that that what it should fucking be <laughs> anyway so he wakes up after uh you know and goes to his fiance's computer where he sees that she got an email because they had previously mentioned that she works for the firm that works for the life foundation mm-hmm. and he just breaks into his wife's computer his uh, fiance's computer yeah and uh you know, just starts rooting around in mm-hmm. there for sensitive fucking documents. <laughs> it's just, yeah, you know, it's what a good investigative reporter does. Maybe he's just and, playing know, the long game. It's what a good investigative <laughs> reporter slash future husband does. You know, you just go rooting around in people's affairs. That's uh yeah, especially when it has like big bold like confidential on it. Um, yeah, you know, just break attorney-client privilege. Go through like. Yeah. What's your source, Eddie? Kind... How'd you get your source, Eddie? Uh, don't ask any questions. Oh, I'm a gangster, and gangsters don't ask any questions. I just went after him with what I felt was right. Uh-huh. Like, 
Anyway, yeah, this is where we find out that she works for uh, McFarland, and I, I popped. Oh, oh okay. Todd McFarland. Yes, uh, is the creator of Venom. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway, back to the Life Foundation. Carlton Drake's just talking to children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, not in a... <laughs> they're there for a reason, <laughs> just, I imagine. No, <laughs> like... I, I don't think they are. <laughs> he, he just invites them to make himself feel better. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, look how tall I am compared to these rascals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so much smarter than all of you. Yeah, you. Like, all of you are just at, like, what, a fourth grade education, you fucking dummies? But and he's it, trying it's... to inspire them to make a better world or whatever. Yeah, or something. It's all very, like, he's, he's trying to seem all cool. And then, like, one of these kids, like, raises her hand to ask a question, and the other kids snicker. And then he's like, no, they're just trying to they're just trying to keep you down from asking the important. He, she never gets to a question, by no, the way. No, I was going to say <laughs> that. Like, she never, he, he, he's he, like, yeah, people are going to try to silence you, not let you ask your questions. Anyway, <laughs> that's the people who are going to be handling you. Please go. <laughs> get out of my sight. <laughs> like, if I could Dora the Explorer here is going to answer your question for you. Yeah, the uh, Dora, uh, Mona Skirth? Lisa. Her, Skirth. Yeah, Dora Skirth, uh, uh, Jean, um, I, forget, I forgot the, she's in Parks and Rec. Um, I had never watched it. Oh, you're missing out. Um, yeah, Carlton Drake is a tech bro douche as, yeah. a, as an archetype. Um, just well, he's he's so kind of shallow. He's just like you can tell he's the evil asshole here. You can just tell, and it's nothing. And I'll even say this: like for the the cast of the movie, I think everybody plays their parts very well. Eddie Brock yeah. is a is a fifty fifty fucking split, but Riz Ahmed, you know, he's doing the best with the material he has. I do like the I do like Riz Ahmed. He's a great actor. So and, and he's he's playing it in in a way that of just like a. Uh, like the archetype of somebody who's doing something evil, but because they believe that it's the right way to go about it. Mm -hmm. Like he's doing all this experimentation with the symbiotes, but that's just because he believes that this is the only way forward for humanity. One yeah. of those types. Um, it's not fleshed out nearly enough to be interesting. No, we don't have time for that. We got to get this shit moving. We got it. We got a svelte 20 minutes of credits that we got to get to. <laughs> the, people want to see them credits. People love visual artists. <laughs> <laughs> People really want to know who the icons of the makeup department are. But who's the gaffer? <laughs> who's the gaffer? Which one's the best boy? <laughs> who's who's Ruben's good gaffer? <laughs> Mark. Mark's Ruben's good gaffer. Um, so yeah, he's just... And like a lot of things, he's just there it's just like yes well, he's, he's there obviously to be the villain yeah he's yeah well and like him and eventually he bonds with riot and riot also sucks it's <laughs> <Riot's> so fucking <laughs> i don't and here's so i am not as well versed in the venom verse as uh as probably a lot of people are fans of the comics i mean so i don't have like a good frame for riot but riot just looks like something that like gets like something that you would pull out of your like sink that's clogged. That's what he looks like. He's just this big gray pile of poop. Riot is a NPC villain, a goon that you would fight in mm -hmm. some sort of Xbox 360 game. Gotcha. He looks a little bit better, I guess. But he I just, like his face. Like, I like the shape of his like his face part 
Like, I think that's cool. Yeah, he, he just comes off as the carnage we have at home. Mm-hmm. Well, not even carnage, because carnage is cool. <laughs> like, carnage is but like badass. But, yeah, but, like, he can, like, make knives and other stabbing weapons. Or, like, and... a male, like a flail, kind of Morningstar type fucking thing. Yeah. He's got it's he's got not... shit you've never seen. That's that's true. Like a purple duck. <laughs> never seen one of them before. And like an alabaster unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> never seen it. Never seen it. <laughs> he's got shit you've never seen before. Like train spotting, even though you heard it's really good. Yeah. It's like or Parks and Rec if you're dating. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So that's... Uh, Eddie Brock, though, has to go um, interview him. That's where he's going to right now. And he starts off with the softball questions about who he is and, like, what he's doing with spaceships. And then Eddie's just, like, goes for the fucking jugular mm-hmm. immediately. And just, like, what about these lawful death lawsuits that I got from my fiance's computer? Yeah. And uh, Carlton Drake's like, we're done here. And, yep. Uh, I don't know what you hope to accomplish from this whole act, <laughs> like, but, all right. you know, normally you kind of like you lead people in or you try to draw out things. That's you not, don't that's just not the Brock style, man. The Brock style the Eddie... is you just great. You go dive right in. Yeah. You don't like uh, you just lay out all the evidence right there. It goes straight for the jugular mm-hmm. immediately. That's gonna get the most like, work uh, done. Like a line of journalism going after a going after a gazelle. So Eddie gets immediately fired because oh, yeah. he can't say who his source is, and then his wife, his fiance, gets immediately fired because <laughs> of she needs she to have did. a better because she needs to have better password security, mm-hmm. and then uh, she dumps him because a fucking course she does. Yeah, because it's all Eddie's fault. <laughs> it's like. Because I must reiterate, even though Eddie is eventually right, he was still wrong. But yeah, he went like, about this all completely wrong. And I get, I, I get, guess that's the movie's way of like, oh, if he can't fabricate pictures of Spider-Man, this is his huge fuck up. But what I would have liked more is if it was, I don't know, just a more well thought out fuck up kind of thing what if he like published the story but then drake figured out a way to manufacture evidence that made eddie look stupid there you go like which makes gives more heat to drake but also makes eddie still look heroic Mm -hmm. yeah and not look just completely because that is such a fucking just straight out the gate you're looking like a dickhole eddie like well and I, i guess we have to make eddie lose everything so that yeah, lose everything except his palatial San Francisco apartment. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> also, we go to six months. Oh, no, we don't go to immediately to six months later uh, because, you know, Drake gets to see the symbiotes. Uh, and then the possessed paramedic from earlier, she goes up to his stall and eats an eel mm. and then gets into a fight with some people. Yeah, it just starts, like, killing, killing all the anybody around and then goes from the paramedic to an old lady right to an old old lady and then this starts her six <laughs> month trek to the east malaysian <laughs> airport i was like wondering like why did it take did did she walk the whole way or <laughs> did she get lost i don't know 
did she like crawl Ryan, to the airport? Because Riot stays as this old lady for six months. But wait, and no, wh- she does go to a fucking airport and go to. I know. What the that's... fuck happened here? <laughs> that's. Wow. Yeah, I know. It, did take it just kind of. Must have get there. <laughs> I was like, he uh, must have got really. Maybe he took a wrong turn into West West Malaysia. <laughs> I was like, yeah, because I was like, yeah. She walks in, and the old lady looks exactly like she did six months ago, yeah. and then she decides to like change places with a little girl. And I was like, wait a minute, wasn't maybe, that six fucking months ago? Maybe Riot got to the airport, got, like, a wrong connecting flight, and it's just taken a long fucking... Uh, <laughs> like, the terminal with Tom Hanks, you know? Yeah, um, <laughs> oh, no. She just took the wrong turn at Albuquerque. <laughs> yeah, you can't... <laughs> just took a wrong turn ended up at El Segundo. Fucking... <laughs> oh, shit. I somehow managed to get lost in time and space for six whole fucking months. Maybe she just decided... Maybe that eel was full of fucking mushrooms. She's been tripping balls for six goddamn months. Like, uh, something you've never seen before. Mushroom eels from Malaysia. Yeah. We'll just catch Riot's part of the story up because it's just comes out... Of, by the time it comes back up, you're just like, oh... Oh, yeah, I guess that did happen a <laughs> yeah, while ago. Yeah, I forgot ago. all the way about that. Yeah. Oh, and then he possesses a little girl. Mm-hmm. And then gets Wolver- gets on a fl- possesses the girl, gets on a flight to San Francisco. And then, yes. Yeah. Well, because so he has the- to meet with Carlton Drake for yeah, some reason. For you know, because I guess because I guess all the symbiotes know what's up. Then, well, I guess that holds though, because all the no, symbiotes know each other's knowledge, don't they? But they don't, because eventually when Venom reveals, like, I've changed sides, Riot's like, oh, traitor, curse your uh, sudden yeah. yet inevitable betrayal. <laughs> it's, just like, ah, it's like the movie's named after you, you bastard. So, like, they're not psychically connected to that. So I don't know hmm. why. We don't really understand Riot's motivations. It's part of why he sucks, because he just shows well, up guess, and it's just like... What, is, what does he I, say to Drake? He wants to go back to, I guess... Because I guess the fucking Life Foundation ship went to fucking Clintar and then came back because Riot says there's millions of them and they're going to bring millions back, right? That's the shtick? Yes, they went to Bill Clintar. Well, that's where the and, fucking symbiotes are yeah, from. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's just, And, uh, yeah, they just decided to... Millions of symbiotes, they brought back four. And, uh, or did they? Three? The... Yeah, yeah, I think Venom, they did bring back three, and then one dies. What happened yeah. to the other two? This movie's mm. raising a lot of questions. <laughs> this movie doesn't have time for any of that shit. We gotta <laughs> spend a lot of time with hobo Eddie Brock. <laughs> we gotta dive into some chicken and some Idaho potatoes. Eddie Brock is, uh, yeah, it's six months later. Uh, fucking uh, Carlton Drake, they've done some experiments on the symbiotes, and now they're like... Carlton Drake's like, let's do human trials. And the one lady's like, but we don't know what'll happen. There's all kinds of ethical concerns. It's like, fuck it. Human trials. <laughs> human trials. Got no time for your ethical concerns. All, all gas, no brakes. We're going into space, motherfuckers. <laughs> <Yeah>. Woo! <laughs> oh, that's it. His plan, Carlton Drake's plan, by the way, is he wants to grab these symbiotes bond with the symbiotes because he believes that space is the only hope for humanity and 
those symbiotes are the only hope for humanity to go into space to live long term to abandon the whole planet. Yeah. I'll leave you to think about all of the flaws in that. No one said it was a good plan. It's incredible that Carl and Drake made any money, but I guess, you know, it's like... It's just like, you know, people love their cereal. Mikey likes it. Mm -hmm. He likes it. He likes it. He loves it. (laughs) Yeah, let's send this... Whoever made this needs to go into space. Mm Mm-hmm. Just, you know. So there we go. Uh, Eddie Brock is in a bar just getting drunk on crane alcohol and mm-hmm. mad at the news. <laughs> he doesn't want to watch the news. And, and the other this... guy's like, yeah, I wanted to watch the news at this bar. Eddie's like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, go fuck yourself, random random patron. Well, he also asked the bartender, what does he ask the bartender? Like, you ever feel like your life's just in the dumps or whatever? And the bartender's like, no. No, no, I'm exactly where I, I need to be. I'm Eddie. perfectly happy running a book, you know. I'm bartending. I, is my is my vocation. What the fuck's wrong with you, Eddie? This is my San Francisco cheers. I'm out here living my best life, Eddie. <laughs> yeah. Why are you putting doubt in my head, Eddie? <laughs> like, stop bringing everybody down, Eddie. Come on, man. Maybe next time you do better at your job. Yeah, Eddie is, uh, I guess, jobless, but I he I presume had just a fuck ton of savings. He, yeah, he must have he must have fucking pinched pennies like a motherfucker because he can afford a really listen. If you're in San Francisco, that is a fucking palatial apartment. <laughs> it must a cost palatial a apartment a a lot of places. It's it's a big one bedroom apartment that mm-hmm. is bigger than my current apartment, and yeah. frankly, probably a little nicer. Yeah. And I know they're playing it to be like, oh, this is kind of shitty. But fuck, like... too. That's, that's, that ain't bad at all. And um, and, and I also, this is kind of where we get to, like, because I do like Eddie's interactions with, like, you know, people on the street and stuff. Because he seems like he's a pretty, I wrote this in my notes, Eddie Brock is one of the most likable, unlikable characters. Because, yeah. you know, he'll, like, he'll, like, uh, like, the homeless lady Maria, she, like, you know, he's looking for a paper, she took all the paper, and she'll be like, five dollars for a paper, and he just gives her twenty, and, you know. Well, he, he talks her down to, like, to like oh, one dollar, and he's like, how about I give you twenty? Mm-hmm. You know, and, it's just really nice, you know. You can tell, and, you and do it, tell that Eddie does, isn't, like, a complete piece of shit, like, and I do no. like that. That is something, that points in his favor. No, he is like in, in even the uh the shopkeep Mr. That he's Chen. with. He had, yeah. He's like, You need to try meditation and he's like, I I did and it was all in Mandarin. I'm not doing any of that. <laughs> yeah, I can understand it. And uh, uh He sees that she's getting shaken down. I, I, yeah. And he doesn't do anything about it. Goes to a shitty apartment or yeah. shitty apartment. Quote unquote. Com- <laughs> fucking I mean compared to his girlfriend who lives in the fucking uh full house house Mm -hmm. yeah yeah which man do you ever wonder about like how much that fucking house would cost in full house being like a three bedroom or probably a a lot i imagine danny tanner had like a decent well what is what did danny tanner do wasn't he like a danny tanner worked at the fucking news i don't know they don't make any money like well i guess he jesse didn't Maybe fucking... maybe he took out his fucking wife's life insurance policy. That's how he paid. Maybe he killed his wife. Maybe he killed his wife. Because <laughs> <laughs> like Joey didn't fucking do anything. He no. worked in cartoons. What did, what did fucking uh, uh, Uncle Jesse do? He was just a musician, right? 
Uncle Jesse was a couch surfer to the stars and just lived on their couch. And I guess he worked as a, he was a musician, mm. but like if he played at places, I didn't fucking see it. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. People wanted our hot takes on Full House. You can tell I, when we like a movie when we make multiple <laughs> tangents <laughs> without actually just, talking about the movie itself. I just sit and I look at Full House and I'm like, God damn, Danny Tanner must have been loaded. Well, that is fucking, a multi-million like a lot of like a lot of TV shows. They have like the they film the exterior somewhere and then they of course film the interiors in a set. So it like the interior of the house does not match what it should be. No, much like the Brady it's like Bunch a TARDIS house. in there. Yeah, yeah. It's like how do you fit that like, shit in there, uh. <laughs> dude? But like even in the Brady Bunch, it's like you know that house is nice-ish, but mm. like you know it's it's fucking nineteen seventy. Mike Brady. I don't know what Mike Brady did. I think he was an architect. Uh softcore porn i think yeah that sounds right mm. yeah and florence henderson sold all kinds of shit to <laughs> okay. stay-at-home mom yeah <laughs> but like you know you look at all these other houses like fucking al bundy fucking mm. uh lived he worked as a fucking shoe salesman he was a single income <laughs> and he's yeah. supposed to be a loser just uh, uh how times have changed homer right? simpson homer simpson went from being like kind of like oh on the lower end to now it's just like i don't know what you're talking about he has a fucking stay-at-home wife in a multi-story house mm-hmm. homer simpson's fucking loaded he's doing all right for himself yeah i mean it's single income they have two cars like god this is how I know I got old. I'm just looking at fucking. <laughs> yeah. I'm just looking at. I have their envy of all of these houses that they have. Mm-hmm. He works as a fairly shitty women's shoe salesman, and he can afford that house. Look at. Do not forget what was taken from us. Anyway, back from the movie. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh... <laughs> I don't even know where we are. So, yeah, drink this testing. Oh, yeah, fucking Dr. Dora lady seeks out oh. Eddie. Well, because, yeah, we see one of the human trials with Isaac. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> Carlton Drake's like, you know, God has abandoned us. That's why I give you this symbiote. And the symbiote kills him in a painful death. And he's like, oh, that's a shame. Bring All right, bring out the one. next volunteer. <laughs> All right. Just wipe that guy off the floor. We'll get another guy. Yeah. So he dies a horrible, painful death because for reasons that are not adequately explained with the symbiotes, they only like to bond with specific people. Mm -hmm. They only like to bond with plot relevant people. So it's a very, very limited pool there. Because it is like comic accurate that the symbiotes don't, they're not technically, they're symbiotes to the right people and parasites to others Mm -hmm. because like, um, the reason it worked for Eddie, I believe they said in one of the comics, is that he had cancer, and the cancer was producing more of the thing that the symbiote fed off of. Well, off of him. This is where it's like because I, I was watching comic story, and apparently that's no longer the case anymore. Okay, I'm a little out of date. We're all we're both yeah. a little out of date with what is current with the uh, with uh, Venom because there's, I mean, Venom also got like a a resurgence of popularity, didn't he? Like he had that like. There was like a, a Venom like I'm tr- I'm not do- doing this justice, but I think Donnie Cates is like who did like the King in Black. They've had events with Venom pro- around this time, wasn't it? 
Well, yeah, they'd venomized stuff, yeah. and then they're they, the the uh, things that like that eat the poisons that mm-hmm. um, also do similar shit. I didn't read that. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I supposedly retconned, but like it is a thing that like most people can't survive mm-hmm. being bonded to a symbiote for extended periods of time for. I don't know, man. Reasons. You know, plot. (laughs) Fuck it. Fucking, I don't know. Like, fuck it. Um, But yeah, that's, so that's what's happening here. And the Life Foundation is uh, not living up to their name. Mm -hmm. And they're just like, oh, this one, ah, yeah, totally killing that one. All right, let it kill another hobo for science. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, that's how how they do science at the Life Foundation. Yeah. How do you think you get all your cereal? <laughs> That's how they test it. It's like they put it's like they put makeup on homeless people and make them eat cereal. <laughs> Play board games about having uh, uh now that one doesn't work. He can't retire in millionaire estates. <laughs> oh fuck. So yep. Oh man! So what's happening now? So yeah, so Doris well, he, uh, rock. well, he, yeah, he notices that Maria, the hobo, he gives. I, they're not all hobos. They're they're just homeless. Uh, he <laughs> gives like twenty dollars that he gave twenty dollars to. Is is she's gone and he's able to get a paper in peace? But he notices that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Anyway, continue. <laughs> and, uh. and he goes to Mrs. Jen's, and then he starts talking, and like somebody looks at him. He's like, you know, I was a reporter for a very long time. I was a very good reporter. I knew how to sneak up on people and do things to people. And uh, you're, you're 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 shit. You suck. And and, it, and yeah, it's uh, Dora, the the lab technician, and uh, she's just like, hey, can you help me? I'm going after the Life Foundation. And he's like. No. Fuck you. No, I cannot. I'm looking at being a dishwasher. Mm-hmm. I, w- I took you know years of journalism school so I could be a dishwasher in San Francisco. Yeah, I could be a dishwasher anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about how, like, Eddie, at a certain level of that popularity where he's on the news, would have likely found a job somewhere? Yeah, we talked about that earlier. It's like, it, it, y- there's all kinds of avenues to continue... Fucking your! If you have a show where people evidently watch you, like you will have an audience that will follow you, like a YouTube like channel, was, a Patreon. Fucking, he could have. Yeah, there is like a ton of different avenues that he could like. Any yeah. number of internet fucking magazines, I imagine, right? Or magazines, fucking websites. Yeah, he could do a lot of stuff, like work at like a vice or something Mm -hmm. you know back when they did that kind of thing but you get the idea like he he is so famous that there's some like somebody would hire him (laughs) like it's like it's not uh that's the other thing it's like the thing should be like if you're gonna go that route whatever he did to lose that journalistic credit should be fucking catastrophic like, he well, should be, I'd like, say, radioactive to the newsroom. I'd say what he... That's why you do what at my plan, where it looked like he was making shit up, like, mm. Geraldo style. Oh, yeah. That way, 
Yeah, open it up, uh, fucking Carlton Drake's vault, finding nothing but dirt in there. And by the way, even better, yeah, Geraldo still has a fucking job. <laughs> exactly. <That's> how- <laughs> he still had a job after that happened. <laughs> and I mean, that's just like big pie in the face fucking moment. <laughs> it really was. Oh, man. So, like, somehow we're going to say that nobody's going to take a chance on this guy. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, you just get to a point where it's like, you're going to find some amount of money to just coast off of mm. forever. Well, and, and like like you said, somebody would hire him. There's some, you know, like the bummer about this not being in New York City is like you could you probably could have had J. Jonah Jameson in there somewhere. And fucking because I could even believe that where J. Jonah is just like, no, don't fucking hire Eddie Brock and people listen to him or whatever. You know, the only thing is if, if they made it a little bit more apparent that Carlton Drake was keeping people from hiring him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that it would help. You know, like, like it wasn't using... enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just had to destroy him. You just he pissed him off so much. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I mean, just to give Carlton Drake something. Mm-hmm. A little more like, meat to the character. Well, give him some heat to the even Eddie would want to go after him. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, I can't do that. That's, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so she asks for help, and he's like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, anyway, I'm gonna stay out of this. I'm gonna go to my, uh, my ex-girlfriend's house and just kind of mope. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, it's Tuesday. <laughs> you know, it's like a, anybody in the Spider-Man universe, we all gotta mope outside our former love's fucking residence. It, yeah, he didn't even bring a boombox to try to win her back. Yeah, fool. That's how you do it. That's how you, you gotta do stand, it. You gotta stand out with a boombox. Uh-huh. Fucking everybody loves fucking Peter Gabriel. <laughs> oh, is that Peter Gabriel? I'm sorry, I gotta take him back. <laughs> it's like, ah, in your eyes, yeah. The light, the heat, uh-huh, uh-huh yeah. Mm-hmm. I am complete, yeah. Let's, and it should be true. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's a good song. Oh god, yeah. yeah. Peter Gabriel's great. Anyway, fucking fucking <laughs> <laughs> We can uh, tell. Oh man. <laughs> We're not even to fucking He hasn't even bonded with Venom yet. <laughs> Dude, we don't even he doesn't even say that his name is Venom until I checked like an hour into the movie. Yeah. We don't even get a name drop of our like oh fuck off. Anyway, um <laughs> It's just so yeah, uh, but eventually it, fucking Anne drives up. Anne and Dan. Anne and Dan, what a pair! And uh, like uh, Anne's like, yeah, this is my new Dan, and uh, you know, this is Eddie, and uh, Dan's apparently a fan. And fan of Dan, Dan <laughs> fan. It's Dan the fan. <laughs> Gonna wed Anne. He's a he's a surgeon. Yep, he's one of them doctoral types, and. Uh, uh, Dan's plan, Mary Ann. <laughs> He's like... Eddie fan. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> this is top tier. Top, top tier. tier top tier stuff. This is what Seventh. people... <laughs> Seventh. Fucking <laughs> Worldwide. $856 million. Um... It's <laughs> fucking... <laughs> <laughs> um... God. And, he, and he's like, oh, so, you know, I know you're, uh... I uh, met up with that guy, and you seem like you're really happy, but how about you go back to the Eddie Brock train? Yeah. She's like, 
No, Fuck you got you. me fired and it's... you broke my trust and you're a horrible human being and I don't want to see you. And he's like, touche. All right. Well played, Anne. Well played. I'm going to go to the Golden Gate Bridge and look out on the sea. Yeah, where the Life Foundation's just on a cliff mm-hmm. in, I guess, Oakland. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> that's, to be. that's where you keep all the nice shit. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> being sarcastic <laughs> former home of the raiders yep uh and uh he's like he looks out and he's just like ah eh, fuck it i guess i'll sneak in <laughs> all right i got nothing else going on on tuesday so he calls yeah. dora and dora takes him through the uh, through the gate she gets her yeah, she gets through the security checkpoint and gives him a backpack loaded up with things and <laughs> knickknacks too yeah <laughs> calls for a <her> map <laughs> where are we going yeah. holding <laughs> pens <laughs> it's the darkest episode of that show ever <laughs> like yeah like, drake swiper. no killing drake no, no killing oh man. man and he rocks away <laughs> it's like... all crime needs to be stopped oh. hey man stop it oh okay bam bam <laughs> That's fine. All right. And he breaks in, and uh, Eddie just starts taking pictures with his phone camera of all of the people and the weird alien goo. Mm-hmm. We haven't talked about the symbiotes. They're all weird alien goo. I mean, there's really not a lot you can do with the symbiotes aside making Because even in Spider-Man 3, they fucking look like that. Yeah, I know. That's just what that's it what is. That's what they do. Just, yeah. That's just it. Well, they don't even show, like, when they bond with anybody. Like... I wish it showed them like having more of the monstrous forms. Mm-hmm. Like, well, and also doesn't... I wish that we knew what happened to the other two because the blue eventually the blue one dies, but there's two other ones that I don't know what happens to. Well, they, um, I know, yeah, the blue one ends up dying because they say that this the symbiotes need a host because it can't survive our atmosphere mm-hmm. without a person to bond with. So mm-hmm. there you go. There you go. Uh, yeah. There, there it is. And so he, Eddie walks down the hallway and he meets up with Maria. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Also at this point they they done experiments and they found, I think they find that sound hurts them. I think so. I don't something. Yeah. It's, don't, it all gets jumbled around. It's, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> Maria shows up. In the thing, and she's like, let me out. And so Eddie takes a convenient fire extinguisher and just well, bashes the fucker to, in. At first he tries, like, he, he, like, hits the panel, like, that's, yeah. that locks the door. And then everything just kind of turns red, like, intruder alert, intruder alert. And he's like, ah, oh, fuck, I need a fire extinguisher. So he cracks the cracks the glass open, and then Maria lunges at him like a panther. Yep. And uh, that's when he gets infected. Bonds bonded with? i say bond say bond no they don't bond with. they bond they, they bond by the end well i mean they they don't truly bond they need to go camping or something <laughs> yeah so venom <laughs> venom and eddie uh symbiotes and uh yeah eddie eddie basically fucking escapes like by we get to see a little bit of the superhumanness that he has because he can run up a wall and like take out guards with extreme force and then and uh, like yeah super jumps mm-hmm. and like 
the the guards eventually chase after him with their like ATVs. Yeah, or their fucking like security go karts and. Yeah, he's like, oh gosh, they're really after me. <laughs> oh shit! And then, uh, fucking Eddie Brock makes like a cat and climbs a tree. Yeah, they're like, I don't know where he is. Dude. No man could have climbed a tree like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's weird too because they both have like eyes on him. They both have the headlights, and then he just disappears. Mm-hmm. Like, as far as they know, he just literally like <laughs> vanished out of thin air. Oh man, he but, must have teleported. Oh, so uh, he makes it home. Yeah, he he makes it home and he starts immediately. This is when Eddie starts turning into, I think the best acting comparison I can give is, remember Popcat Goldweight and Scrooged? Yeah. Yeah, like that. Oh, yeah. This is the, whenever you bond with a symbiote, there's a Bobcat Goldthwait phase. I hear you. Yeah, yeah. You, that's the awkward getting to know each other, Bobcat <laughs> Goldthwait phase. I can't do the voice. So, I wish I could. I can't either, and I'm not going to try because I'm It'll getting over a cold. It'll fucking kill your vocal cords. Yeah, yeah I, I want to <laughs> be able to talk tomorrow. Well, and that's like, that's the thing is that's not even as, like, that's a, something he puts on, too. That's not his actual voice. Yeah, like, but he just kind of acts fucking weird well, like throughout the whole movie he's yeah he has this weird like i don't know sometimes it seems like tom hardy's really punch drunk or something and then other times he seems completely like on the level but because well, like he always seems like he's a little off and mm-hmm. might be on drugs <laughs> at all times even before he bonds with the symbiote, true. he kind of has a vibe of, like, he might be on something. Or, like, something a little off with this. Like, he means well, but something might be not all the, not all the Legos I, are connected together up there. I, I'm just glad they don't piss test at the journalism. <laughs> that guy's peeing nuclear hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man and uh so he fucking he tears through his fucking apartment he like eats a eats a bag of fucking frozen tater well, tots yeah he like downs a whole beer as he's calling this lady he's like i got a guy he's gonna publish the photos don't worry about the photos he's gonna yeah. publish the well, photos he, well, and he takes a he takes beer. a swig of beer and then he's like oh shit that tastes horrible then he drinks then he just downs a whole glass of water then he eats the potatoes then he's like that's not well, enough then he like, yeah, he eats tater tots, frozen tater tots out of the bag, and then he's like, "I got, I got five day old chicken in awesome. this trash bag." Yeah, and so better... he starts nonching on it, and then he realizes what the fuck he's just done, and then he vomits profusely into a toilet. Typical Wednesday night for yeah, Eddie it's Brock. Normal, normal, a normal Wednesday. Heck, newsbound Brock, not his best moment. And then he's just brushing his teeth. And uh, he's like, what the fuck's going on with me? And he's like, hey, Eddie. And he fucking flips out and passes out in his shower, mm-hmm. which is, again, not, normal Not unusual Wednesday. for Edward. <laughs> it's, like... it's just, as far as I've been seeing, not out of his weird lifestyle. Um, but, yeah, that's Venom. The, I like the Venom voice. I do like how they mm-hmm. do the – because Venom – is a character like yeah. the symbiote suit talks to him yeah and i uh, i even like i i do think anything involving the symbiote venom himself and even once they're bonded i do i think we actually not more coherent but i do like it like a, like you said i like the venom voice it is uh it's tom hardy who does the venom voice and uh yeah it i i once they actually bond i like their dynamic honestly like i like the like, yeah 
Yeah, it's it's better. Mm-hmm. It just took long to get fucking here. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's I think the problem with a lot of origin stories, but I just don't think this one nails it. Like mm-hmm. the origin story for a lot of characters feels like the weakest part. It can. It depends on how you like. It really, it's all on the telling. You know, yeah. Like if you look at something like Batman Begins, that's an excellent origin story. But or Spider Man One, Spider Man yeah, One, got... yeah, even Amazing Spider Man, I would say. Uh, but uh, otherwise, it's just like it's just some so of it. Fucking... It can... It's nobody like the... cares. Well, nobody cares, but also like the way you're doing it, it's like these. It's like you have all these pieces and you're trying to force them together instead of them just being a cohesive thread more naturally. So it's very clunky at this, at especially the first half. Yeah. Well, and. I mean, comparing it to something like Daredevil, like I liked how they did it better there, mm-hmm. where it's just like he's always he's Daredevil, and here's kind of why well, he is now. Yeah, and well, even like they they front loaded that at the beginning, and it's only it's like the first ten, twenty minutes, I guess. You know. Yeah, I think that works Absolutely. better than it does here because by the time we actually get to the Venom stuff, or you know, the reason you decided <laughs> to here. rent the movie in yeah. the first place. Uh, you know, I've already spent like 40 minutes on this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, he, um, like does not know what's happening to him. So he decides to track down his ex-girlfriend at a fancy restaurant mm-hmm. with a, you know, it's fancy cause it's got a big pool of lobster. Yeah. I, I was watching, I was either watching or reading a thing. So apparently when they were, they got the location to film there, Tom Hardy saw that they had a lobster tank and was like, oh my god, I should get into that for the scene. And they had to scramble to reinforce the lobster tank. Which oh, I thought was nice. Funny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so like, that is cool. I like that a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he just goes like fucking... Crazy. Like, n- he seems like he's completely, like, if he was if he was a bit uneven before, you know, now he's just completely on the other end of it. Because he seems and, fucking something's wrong. And, and fair play to Ann and Dan, who are real troopers about this whole thing, and don't take him to the cops, because mm-hmm. I would have taken him to the cops. If my ex-girlfriend stood up and started acting all crazy, I'd pretend I didn't know her, and I'd call the cops. Well, and it, it also, it's just like, you know, what, uh, well, they're more, like, kind of concerned for his well-being, because uh, they're, you know, like, this is, obviously something is wrong with Eddie. Something is up. Yeah. You know? Well, because he's definitely, he's, like, tweaking out and mm-hmm. eating people's food. Eating people's food, and then he eats a whole live lobster. Yeah, and he's like, this is dead. Mm-hmm. And, like, just, like, yeah, does not know, and then eventually just jumps into the lobster tank, because mm-hmm. he's like, I feel hot. Anyone else feel hot? Oh, and man. he's like, He's in, like, a fucking horribly stained, like, sweatshirt. <laughs> he, looks like he, looks, he, was, he looks like he was getting drugs under an underpass. Like, fucking, He looks like he is the drugs under yeah, the underpass. Somebody you like, get that stuff from. He is. Yeah, so Dan's like, no, no, he's my doctor. So, um... Well, they take him oh, to the... Take, Dan, yeah, take, take Dan and Ann take him to the hospital, and then Dan's like, we'll get you an MRI... We'll get this all sorted out. And then when they turn the MRI machine, Eddie just flips shit and because uh, of the sound. So Eddie eventually, like, oh, my God, oh, my God. They get him out of the MRI thing and uh, walking him through the hospital. And a patient walks up to Dr. Dan and is like, oh, da-da-da. She has a little dog, and the dog just barking at fucking Eddie. And, uh, yep. And then uh, what happens now? 
Well, the, the, they uh, he goes back to his apartment and like, we don't know what's wrong with you. Why don't you just hang tight here? And, uh, you know, we'll come back. And um, so then he flips out on his neighbor who's mm-hmm. been they've shown it. And he plays like loud rock music and he yeah. shows up and he's like, shut the fuck up. And the neighbor's like, no, I'm not gonna. And he uses the eyes or whatever. Oh, yeah, that was pretty wicked. And uh, and the guy's like, oh, OK, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll shut the thing. fuck up. Yep. <laughs> right. And on then, it. And then Anne calls him and it's like, Eddie, you have a parasite. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. Why is Anne relaying this medical information I don't to know. Dan? Or to Brock? That just, yeah, like, why is that a thing? Uh, and, uh, yeah, that's... But, so, uh, huh? So that's not good. Yeah, that's not uh, good at all. But you know what else is not good? Drake has found out that Dr. Dora fucking let Eddie Brock in. Or he let somebody in. Does she say Brock? Um, she does. She does yeah. rat out Brock. That's right. Yeah, and then uh, Drake's like, "I'm horrendously disappointed in you. Have this big blue symbiote," and uh, that's when uh, the Life Foundation sends goons over to Eddie's house. Yeah, and then he kills the goons mm. at the apartment. I like the. I do like the because now we're getting to more of the action stuff. I do like seeing the the tendrils and how Eddie basically Eddie's just like a human prop, so Venom can do his stuff. It reminds me a lot of Upgrade. Oh yeah, dude. If you yeah. Quick aside, if you haven't seen Upgrade, Upgrade's awesome. Yeah, it's if you want to see this kind of done a little bit better. Man, that's, that's a great movie. And, I mean, it has a guy that looks a lot like Tom Hardy. Yeah, that's the guy who everybody says looks like. They even fucking, don't they mention it in fucking uh, Spider-Man No Way Home? Or Bart? Some, homecoming? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, because he's, um, he's the guy who's the first shocker in the Homecoming movie. Yeah, and so um, he's just being, like, kind of puppeted as uh, Venom is just, like, Talking to him, and yeah, he's he is killing the goons, and they are escaping. And then he learns that, like, oh, yeah, you're the like, that's this is what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have a they have a chase through San Francisco on a motorcycle. Yeah, they do, mm-hmm. and this chase is cool. Yeah, it's fun. There are you know, to the movie's credit, like, I I do like a lot of the action kind of set piece most of the action set pieces in this are a lot of fun it just takes a long time to get to them yeah i mean this is well over halfway in the movie now Mm -hmm. and uh so he you know eventually a lot of action which we're bad at covering happens just watch it you'll it's a chase through san francisco there's there's uh venomous tendrils there's cars getting hit this way and that way there's a big jump and uh, all all kinds of great stuff. But after that, after the big jump where Eddie fucking gets m- mad air, he crashes yep. and seems like he broke his hands, his legs, his hip, his fucking pelvis, everything. Not in good Well, shape. he gets hit by a car. That's oh, what that's what it, it is. Like okay, a car yeah. blindsides him. And then the guy is like uh, taunting him. He's just like, you know, uh, you thought you could get away. And he's like, well, I aim to please. Mm-hmm. And then that's when the Venom suit heals him and we get the full suit. Yeah, it's awesome. I do. Oh, man. I really like the, I like the it look makes him of Venom. Like, 
Yeah, it makes him like a full foot taller. It's very comic accurate, except it doesn't have the white nope. like emblem thing, and that's like my we biggest. We don't. Uh, no Spider-Man. We can't have it. Yeah, Although they I guess. do kind of, they try a little bit because if you look on the chest, he has like these kind of a white vein pattern. It's not the exact thing, but I think that's what they're kind of homaging to on the look. But yeah, they don't. I, I imagine because his origins are disconnected from Spider-Man, they were just like, he wouldn't have a symbol. Why put it there? I don't know, man. Dogs have patterns. Yeah, but that's a very specific fucking pattern. <laughs> fucking, like, just a white spider on his chest with the thing on his back. It, I think it would break up the... It would. I, I agree with you, but I think that's the in their movie thinking. That's why. Yeah, uh, this is yeah. This is when the girl gets to San Francisco, which again, like it's been six, <laughs> six months. Months. <laughs> it's like, oh wow. I'm just man. I just, never I connected wanna... that till you mentioned it. I was like, <laughs> it's like, it's, like wasn't it six months ago? Yeah, like, and I was like, how long did it take her to walk? A... She could have swam to San Francisco. <laughs> know, she could have chartered a boat. Like Jesus. Good God. Um, so Eddie, at this point, uh, now that he knows he has a parasite, uh-huh. uh, and Anne is going out to look for him, he's like, well, I got to go to my boss and get this news story. So he goes to the place and is turned away at the lobby. Uh-huh. And Venom's like, well, if you need to get up to the top, why didn't you say so? So they just he just jumps up to the top, the yeah. tippy top. And this is where uh, Venom's just like, you know what? I like man, it here. Man, this place is all right. You got like you got tall buildings and flat land and water. I think I can work with this. I for sure am not going to destroy this planet like I had originally hoped. <laughs> Assuming that was Cause, even cuz Venom actually like there's not a lot to his character cuz we don't know much. If that presuming if that was his plan like cuz at first it seems like Venom's thing is like I want to get off this planet go home. And then he's like, because he eventually mentions to Eddie that Venom's a fucking loser, much like Eddie, which is, I think, why he likes him. Yeah. And, uh, and, hmm? Yeah, it's just uh, more, more anything, because, like, at the end, this is where it kind of rushes all together. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, he fights some cops in the building because he decides to take the elevator for no particular well, reason. So fucking Eddie mentions earlier that he's really scared of heights. Which is why Venom leaps him up, and then there's a plane that comes overhead, which causes Eddie to causes the Venom symbiote to like freak out. Eddie falls, and then they crash through the window. And then when uh, uh, Eddie's like, "All right, we got to get down," and uh, Venom's basically like, "We'll jump through the window," and Eddie like, "No, I'll use the elevator." <laughs> and Venom's like, "You pussy." <laughs> yeah, and then they fight a whole bunch of cops. Yeah, which is also I fun. Do- I, I enjoyed. Uh, lot of the action here too because you get to see like venom like just grabs like a smoke bomb and crushes it then he like eats one well because yeah they shoot the tear gas and they're like masks up and then eddie's like mask up and then venom's like copy yeah which is that, that was, was fun cool. yeah we need more of this there's there's the kind of small threads in here that are really awesome they're just like it's just sandwiched could've... in between like mm-hmm. you know i mean it's all in the telling really like it's it's pieces of bacon in between, like, iceberg lettuce. Like, hmm. little tiny bacon bits. Like, the iceberg lettuce is mostly, like... I do like The bacon's good. Lettuce. 
there's a little bit of bacon, and then you know that's exciting. But mostly, yeah. it's just lettuce. Dry <laughs> lettuce. <laughs> okay, not dry lettuce. That's a travesty. But I well, I mean, that's what, just what it is. Triceratops. I'm not eating dry lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, you take the dry lettuce. <laughs> no dry lettuce. Uh, anyway. uh, yeah, and Eddie like eats a guy or Venom eats a guy. That's his thing. He eats people. He's yeah, our he, hero. He bites face. I love that though. That's so fucking. That's pretty wicked. Yeah, he like eats the faces off people, mm, or eats them all he, outright. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't just matter. Doesn't you know what? It's not important. Uh, and Annie shows up and sees all that, and he's like. She's like, you're going to a hospital. And he's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And on the way to the hospital, Venom's like, you should apologize. And he's like, I'm sorry I stole your files and got you fired. Yeah. And she's like, this isn't really the place to talk about it right now. Mm-hmm. And he's like. Yeah, I guess you're right. And then they, they go back to the hospital. Do they put him in the MRI machine again? Or no, they no. use MRI sounds, right? Well, because they're like. It's like, this is causing damage to your heart. And Venom's like, no, no, it's fine. I'll fix it. And mm-hmm. and that's where there's like a rift and they never exactly address it yeah. after this. But they use the MRI to dislodge Venom from Eddie. Mm-hmm. And, then... and then Venom goes into the vents and infects the dog from the old lady from earlier. Because mm-hmm. Eddie gets kidnapped by goons as he tries to leave the hospital. Yes. And then that's when he meets with up. Well, this is when the girl meets up with Carlton Drake and infects him. Mm-hmm. And then Riot bonds with uh, Drake. With Drake. Uh, yep. Of Hotline Bling fame. Uh, can't Canadian Drake. Um, oh, the guy, the kid from Degrassi? Yeah, that guy. He lost the yeah. use of his legs. How is he made this mm. <laughs> anyway? <laughs> uh,. So, yeah, they use the MRI, and then Eddie's kidnapped, and Drake interrogates him, and that's when uh, he reali- like Eddie re- re- like realizes that he's bonded with Riot, but can't do anything. Mm-hmm. And so they take Eddie to, like, they're just like, fuck it, kill him. He doesn't yeah. have the symbiote. Knows too much. No use to the- us. Take him into the backwoods and shoot him like everybody else. The backwoods of San Francisco. <laughs> it's like the backwoods of Oakland. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, tons of wooded area out mm-hmm. in Oakland. And, uh, well, I guess it's in the name. Huh. Aye. Anyway, <laughs> they, they take him out, and then uh, goons are being picked off one by one, and the main goon is killed, yeah. and it's uh, Lady Venom. Yeah, she Venom. Anna is bonded with Venom, and also looks very com- comic accurate, aside from the lack of the symbol. And then she... Uh, kisses Eddie, which returns the Venom symbiote to, to Eddie. Yep. And uh, Drake then like, all right, we're taking this ro- load this the spaceship with the rocket fuel, load it with the words. We're going into space, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, and one of the other scientist guys who is working for 
Drake, I guess, tries to like fuck up the launch sequence. Well, or something. he just looks up the codes. He's just like pulls up a PDF, and Drake like can read minds because he immediately kills that guy, yeah. which causes a panic. Everyone's just like, "Hey, you don't know how to fly a spaceship. There's no way you could pilot this spaceship by yourself. We need permits and all kinds of things to just launch things outside of San He's Francisco." Like, don't tell me what to goddamn do. Launch that. Don't fucker. tell me what I can and can't do. We're going into space. <laughs> Damn it. And yeah. Um, so the, the countdown is on for five minutes, five minutes, uh, because he's going to go into space and grab every other symbiote. And then they're going to go back to earth Mm -hmm. and presumably kill everybody and the symbiotes because the symbiotes can't survive without that pocket, whatever. (laughs) Uh, yeah. So then Drake or Riot and Venom fight, and that's where uh, Venom's like, "Yeah, no, Riot's like legit. Yeah, he's got he's, he does way, way more badass than I am. He's does shit that we haven't even think of before. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's mostly just knives and other stabbing. Knives, weapons. like I said, like that Morning Star type thing. He can do like the big scythes, and I guess he can also yeah. like shoot the projectiles as well, right? Yeah, and then um. They get and they has fight. It, oh man, I'm not. Uh, I'm not a fan of this. This fight kind of, it's it's not a good one because it gets real confusing. Because you got a black blob, then you got a gray blob, and then and <laughs> it's like it's just two blobs that are not visually distinct fighting in a not well lit area yeah. at night. So we get a little bit of a blob fight. <coughs> um. Riot like unbonds the two. Mm-hmm. Then they get he gets stabbed in the chest. Well, and up to that they get like an all out like goo fight, mm-hmm. and then they just turn into like one big pile of goo. Yeah, and then like they're the same pile of goo, like two bodies, two symbiotes, one <laughs> yeah. mind. Yeah, I... it gets really it's it's a bit hard to follow, but it, yes, eventually <laughs> Eddie fucking gets like Riot stabs Eddie in the chest. And I guess Eddie's on the launch pad, and then what happens? He rebonds with Venom, doesn't he? Yeah, and Venom heals him, but Riot thinks he's won, gets into the rocket, and as the rocket launches, Venom like rips a hole into the yeah. He uses like it, the so ex- the side that was not the side, but like whatever kind of blade I'll say that Riot pierced through Eddie's fucking chest. He uses that to like. Uh, split open the the fuel tanks of the rocket so as it ignites the whole thing goes up like a fucking candle killing riot and and, uh, carlton drake yeah and then as it uh explodes venom turns into a parachute and says like yeah now i'm sacrificing myself toad's Mm. dead so dead what a thank god this will be our only only cinematic outing goodbye eddie and then uh you know we uh flash forward and uh, everything seems fine. Yeah, they're t- uh, Ann and Eddie are talking. They have coffee. Mm. And like, what are you gonna do? And like, Eddie's like, I think I'm just gonna continue being ho- like uh, being a bum. Mm-hmm. It was working and out Ann's for me like, real good. I think I could. I think I can manage that. And uh, Ann's just gonna be a public defender now. Mm-hmm. And they're both. Uh, this is where we reveal Venom's still alive. They're talking. They're like, No, no, we're winning her back. Oh, yes, she will be mine. <laughs> she will be mine. Yeah, and uh, uh, fucking um, 
Yeah, so he's walking down the street, and he runs into Stanley, which was very cool. Even though yep. Stan had nothing to do with anything involving Venom, but it's Not still nice all. to see him. I mean, it's a, it's, yeah. it's obligatory, and it's always nice. Yeah. Miss that man. Yep. And, uh... Oh, yeah, and, um... Goes to Mrs. Chen's grocery store again. Yep, because they have a conversation about who they can and can't eat. Mm-hmm. And like, you gotta only eat bad people. And so, yeah, so you can only eat bad people. The guy you shook down, Mrs. Chen, before comes in, and then Venom, in all of his, like, big, huge glory, appears and, like, basically eats that guy. And I wonder if you noticed this, because this is something that I noticed. It was the afternoon when Eddie went into the grocery store, and then yes, it's it fucking was. nighttime when he leaves. <laughs> yeah. It must have taken a long notice. time to eat that guy. <laughs> it's about the trip from the Malaysian <laughs> airport. <laughs> it took him six months. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and then, then our to... movie ends, at kind of, and then we go to San Quentin, mm-hmm. where we get... Uh, Cletus Cassidy, which Woody is Woody Harrelson, Harrelson yep, in a Ann terrible <laughs> Raggedy Ann wig. Holy shit, that looked bad. But oh. it, it, so Eddie's like, yeah, the FBI's like hoping I could like, you know, get some more bodies out of the guy or whatever. And, you know, I do like the casting of Woody Harrelson as, uh, as Carnage. I think that's, kind of, that's really cool. And, uh, he, yeah, he basically there's gonna says, be carnage. there's going to be carnage. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's where the movie ends. Well, essentially, there's fucking another 45 minutes and an there's a, fucking tease. There's the, entire, the entirety of the phone book need, of San Francisco. We need to know who all man the craft service desk. Uh, <laughs> and what they ate on every yeah. particular day. <laughs> God, like, all of War and Peace yeah. needs to be shown yeah. as a credit. And, uh, yeah, then we also have five minutes of Into the Spider-Verse. If you're interested, we did cover that. Yeah, go watch it. It's awesome. Yeah, um, and that's that's Venom. Yeah, I don't hate it's it. It's fine. I, I don't hate it either. I, I wish I could feel anything about it. Right. It's, I, it's per like I said, perfectly serviceable. I think it kind of defines mid. Um, yeah. It does though, because like I like I said earlier, we haven't seen Let There Be Carnage or Morbius. But honest to God, I I'm excited to watch the next one. I want to see. Uh, you know, once we get through that weird, not the weird phase, but that clunky origin phase, I do want to see, like, where we can go from here. Exactly. Because I yep. think, especially, like, having having an actual, um, I guess I'd say, like, a classic Venom villain in Carnage will probably help a lot. Yeah, that I think so. I think, I think it can definitely go up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but this is a lot of just. I think it just needs like a better, more focused. Yeah, it just seems unfocused. Exactly. A lot of the time, yeah. um, and having like a focused narrative, even if it's, I presume, just going to be maximum carnage. I I don't know. I have no idea. We're going to find out next week, though. Maximum carnage without Spider-Man or Captain America or anyone else. That's just how you do Venom it. And, <laughs> yeah. Um. That's okay. I've read all of Maximum Carnage. It's fine. Yeah. I've read the whole thing. It's nothing to it. I don't know why it was. Anyway, um, we'll get into that next week. But uh, yeah, so far, it's like not bad. I just don't much like you with Friday the 13th Part 1. I don't understand. (laughs) You don't understand how this took off? Like, I mean, 
though a little bit because like Friday the Thirteenth Part One isn't good. No, uh, this is like fine. It's just not like well, it's it's just crazy this... that like this did like just gangbusters the... at the box office. Like people like raved about this one, and the th- you know, I guess the thing is is like there are so many other superhero movies that came out that year mm-hmm. that I considered to be better than this movie that I don't understand why out of all of the like I, half dozen of them that came I out. I wonder too if it just has that you know uh, similar to like in the 90s like Venom just looks cool like show me Venom <laughs> you know and people want to see well, that. Yeah well there's a reason he's like became so popular mm-hmm. so fast. Uh, out of all the the characters, and I think the the visual aspect and of him again to the movie's credit, they do aside from lacking the the symbol on the chest and stuff. I really do like I like that we are at that point with the the CG technology where we can really do justice to the kind of the real size of Venom, you know, where he feels like this huge, like larger monster than even Eddie Brock or Spider Man. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that though I haven't seen anything at all for Let There Be Carnage. I hope we get more like visual color with mm-hmm. Carnage. I want him to pop. I know a he's red. More. I know he stays yeah. red. So thank God. <laughs> yeah, like, well, it's just like that's the biggest problem with red. It's just yeah, like, he's, he's just, just a blob. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, he looks like something that you fished out of your fucking like sink. Yeah, so we can do we can do a bit better than that, and then. uh and then, then Morbin. Morbin. Go Morbin. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna see what this Morbin thing's all about. Uh, yeah, you know. Um, plasma. I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> you need more plasma. to <laughs> get from his hands. Yeah, I do like that idea though, like the hand idea. It makes more sense than your teeth, really, if you think yeah. about it. Less, but, well, less uh, count, but whatever. We'll we'll talk about that when we talk about. We'll that. talk all about plasma <laughs> in two weeks. Yeah, don't you worry your sweet little heads. But until then, I'm Devin. I'm Dayton. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you. Peace.